Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. Hello. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. How's it going out there? This is Don. How's Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Let me check. <laughs> yep. It's me. It is. What is today? April 28th. Yes. 2021. It's been a week already. It's been a week. It's been a long, long week. Ah, how's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Everything good? Good. Everything's How are the good. kids? Good. How are the wives? Oh, I mean, <laughs> wife. Wife, <laughs> one, singular. Good. Oh, what about the other one? Oh, <laughs> JK, JK. So, um, been a week. It's been a week. Been a week. Uh, we left off uh, the uh, chopping verdict was read. Yeah, and uh, I want to say this about that. Um, guys out there listening to the show, what happened? <laughs> I don't know if we confused you. Okay, so last week we did a two-part show. <laughs> I uploaded two parts. Part one was mainly the uh, Chauvin trial and the outcome and, and all that fun stuff. And then uh, part two, we talked about, you know, other random topics. Right. And, Part two got more downloads than part one. <laughs> so, I I don't know. Did you guys not see that there was a part one? And if you didn't, go back and listen to it because it's pretty good stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, words. Now, I, I, or, like I told you earlier today at the gym, was it a situation where people are like, oh, fuck, they're talking. I don't even get I'm over this shit. Right. You know. So, guess what we're talking about today, folks? <laughs> we're talking about the backlash from the... No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no I mean, we're, we're, we're going to discuss that just a little bit for the people Click. that are... Hello. <laughs> Come back. Hello. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Come back. I heard him turn it off, and this is recorded. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, so we... And I understand. Everybody's probably fed up. They don't right. want to hear any more about it, and I get it. I understand it. Uh, right. we're, you know, we're just as fed up with it, too. But there are things that need to be said. Right. And to start, I think I'm going to start with what the Attorney General for Minnesota said. Keith beat a bitch down Ellison? Ellison yes. Okay. So the, the question uh, came to him. Yes. Oh. Somewhere. <laughs> so the question came to him why they didn't charge Chauvin right. with a hate crime. Right. Right. Because, I mean, that's what we've been... That's all we've that's, been... Yeah. That's what BLM's been out up in arms about Black for Lives Matter, right. white, white racist cops killing black, right. you know, whatever. So, on 60 Minutes, they asked, why didn't you charge him with a hate crime? Well, we don't... This was his answer. We don't have any evidence that Derek Chauvin factored in George Floyd's race as he did what he did. What do you mean? He was white and he was black. That was purpose. He did it on purpose. That's a whole... That was a whole premise to everything they said so let's stop for a minute and just 
say that Chauvin was guilty killing a man of another, you know, killing killing another man. Let's yeah, let's say that he was solely responsible for right. George Floyd's death. They're saying they have no evidence that race factored it. Well, then what the fuck have we been protesting about? Right. BLM, go home. <laughs> it, your your time's over. No, how am I going to buy another house? Well, how am I going to throw a big lavish party in where was it Malibu? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it, but that and that's another thing that you know not to get off topic but speaking of BLM um not that I would assume many of the people that are listening to this show support BLM or donate money to the BLM uh movement but if you do you might want to find out you know much in the way yeah much in the way where we've talked personally mm-hmm. about uh charities and who you donate money to or who you choose not to donate money to. Like, for example, whenever we do a garage sale or we do stuff at the house and we're cleaning out the house and getting rid of old, you know, shit, whatever it is, pictures, you know, whatever we're getting rid of, furniture, I take it to Salvation Army, right? Right. You hear a lot of people say, oh, take it to the Goodwill. Well, I don't take it to the Goodwill for the simple fact that the Goodwill is a profitable organization. And by that, they profit from the stuff that is given to them so if they if someone gives them furniture because they want to get it out of their garage or whatever the case may be they turn around and sell it for a profit to put you know you have a ceo of a company basically goodwill's a company that takes a profit and he or i don't know if it's he but the person who runs goodwill makes six figures okay the person that runs the the ceo or whatever of salvation army doesn't with that being said, where I'm going with this is I, I can't recall the website, and I feel like an idiot because I didn't really think we were going to talk about this. It just kind of came to came right. to, came to me. But I know there's a website where you can look up different um, charitable organizations and how much money they take in for their cause, and then t- how much money that they put out for said cause. So. I think it was last year BLM took in, what was it, $90 million, something like that. that. And they only put out like a couple hundred thousand. Right. You know, in the meantime, we see a report where this, it's a chick, right, that runs it Mm -hmm. and bought what? She's a co-founder. Well, whatever. But she took, what, 2.4 million, bought houses in LA. Now she's in Malibu throwing parties in the boo. (laughs) So. When her B-Rad was there. I think this story actually stems from 2018, 2019. So it, it's saying that it was in 2019. So what they had is they had a jail reform group, okay? And they were getting together to discuss stuff, words, things. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sure it was real important. These are meetings, okay? Right. So um, a Los Angeles-based jail reform group led by BLM co-founder Patrice Cullors dropped nearly $26,000 for meetings at a luxury Malibu Beach Resort in 2019. Yeah, well, you know. The scores from NBA last night are... (laughs) This just in. The Lightning win again. (laughs) Another Stanley Stanley Cup championship coming up. Yeah, all right. So so not only... uh, Coolers, the self-proclaimed trained Marxist. Now, you remember this lady. She was the one that was claiming to be a trained Marxist. Right. Not a Marxist as shooting guns, but Lenin. 
Uh, yes. Not John, Karl but Marx. Karl Marx. Yeah. yeah. Raked in upwards of 20000 a month serving as a chairwoman, chairwoman for Reform LA Jails in 2019. Okay. So this woman has went on to buy real estate off her earnings. And, you know, so much to the fact of yeah. you've had... I'm you sorry, had, I just I, not, I just found the website. I didn't want to feel like an idiot because I knew there was a website. Right. Anyway, GuideStar. Yes. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> but you've had the New York chapter of BLM, right? the head of that chapter, saying, what the fuck? Like, how are you affording to buy these properties? Right. You've had other people kind of calling out and saying, you know, okay, maybe you're not using the contributions from whatever, you know, you just said they raked in 90 million. Maybe you're using, but but the simple fact is, is you are a co-founder of this organization that's trying to enrich black communities. Right. But you're not... Enriching black communities. You're... Yeah. Enriching yourself. Right. Well, I think it was Brianna Taylor, right? Isn't that the girl from uh, Louisville? Yes. Right? I, I saw an article. It was... It was recently. It was either a week or two ago where the mother is is bashing this person because all these reports oh, yeah, they, are coming out about her buying houses and doing all this yeah, yeah. shit. They've called her out. They've called him out as a fraud. Right. Because, like you just said, black lives matter. Right. Okay. I believe that all lives matter. Right. So I'm starting a chair today. We're going on. We're starting ALM. <laughs> all lives matter. And then... I'm going to get a couple houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, but seriously, <laughs> if well, you want to start an organization to empower black people, great. You do what you do you and people can donate to that. That's fine. But if you're going to do that and if you're going to raise $90 million for your, for your thing, you should be going into these neighborhoods and building parks and building, you know, infrastructure, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, what? As, as we're, as we're quick, what? Infrastructure? As we're quickly learning, infrastructure it covers a lot. Right. <laughs> a lot, yeah, you know. But seriously, you should, you should use that money to start programs in some of these cities and towns to help. I mean, some of the biggest reasons you see a lot of the things happening in the black neighborhoods, that, you know, and I'm not, granted, I'm... Who am I, right? Right. But from what I've seen and heard other experts say, uh, the biggest breakdown in the black community is the black family, right? right? So back, I think it was in the 50s and 60s, one of the strongest family units was black folks. Right. You know? Um, and for whatever reason, there's got to be a reason, but for whatever the reason was, it was the government's idea to break that unit up why i don't know but lyndon johnson's goal in life was to break up the black family and his words were to basically is when social security uh you know the welfare state shit started right and the idea was to impoverish because if you look back in the 50s and the 60s when, when uh, you know Martin Luther King, when all this stuff, when it, when it was finally getting to the point where the racism was, you know, the uh, segregation and whatnot was starting to end, even when there was segregation, the black family was a strong unit, you know, 
granted what happened you know if they tried to go to you know Woolworths or whatever it wasn't a pretty thing but the their the family units were strong you know mom dad so you know siblings whatever and it was almost like when they ended seg- segregation then they tried to segregate the families like they they went out of the way to break up these families i i don't know why you know i i don't but why don't you ask that question why isn't blm starting programs to bring these families together why do you have these guys that have (laughs) 10 children how many mom you know (laughs) you got you know a a guy that (laughs) it's it's a strong pain you got a guy that's got you know recently was just killed you know in uh, north carolina and what'd you say? Yeah, ten kids. Ten kids. I mean, how many baby mamas? I don't. I don't know. We just <laughs> we saw the picture of him with <laughs> with the strong <laughs> I have, we have a picture of him. I'm gonna put it on our Instagram. Oh. Uh, very very interesting. So we're watching the news. It was the name Andrew Brown, right? And uh, he's pictured with a lady and uh, what was it? Five kids. Five kids. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, there's half the family there. So I'm assuming. The, the woman in the picture was the mom of the five kids, I'm assuming. I would think. Uh, <laughs> Chris was like, what's wrong with his arm? Well, so I'm like looking <laughs> at the picture, right? And I understand. I, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm just, we're getting show prep, so I'm like looking back and forth between the computer, looking at the TV, seeing if there's anything breaking news coming on. And they're, and they're talking about this Arthur Brown situation in North Andrew. Carolina. And, and, and I'm sorry, uh, Arthur Brown is a player for the Titans. So <laughs> forgive me. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so I just happened to glance up, and I'm like looking at this picture. <laughs> and I'm like, is that the kid's arm? Because I'm like looking at it, right? right. It's just kind of like catching me off guard. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's the guy's arm. But it looks like a kid's, because I mean, we're talking about relatively young kids in this. Yeah, picture. they were all little kids. Four they were, five yeah. They were, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. So it's like when I look up, I see this hand and I'm thinking it's the kid's arm. But then and, I'm like, that's a weird position for him. And then I'm kind of like tracing it up the picture, right? And I'm like, that's that dude's arm. What did you say though? I don't think you said this. That's the dude's arm. I I did. I said, "Is that that dude's hand?" Hey, <laughs> I think, that's what I I think you said something else. <laughs> well, no, you did say that, but then you did say something else. Do you recall? <laughs> do you recall what you stated on? Uh, say it. It's not on the record. So therefore, say it. It's not on the record. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I just said it looked like Chris Elliott's hand from if you've ever seen no, scary movies. You said that he got a midget arm. That's what you said. And, and, I, and in the meantime, I'm crying. I was like, why aren't we recording this? Because I was fucking bawling, dude. Because he was like, he's got a midget arm. <laughs> and then immediately we went to the, what was it, scary movie? Yeah, scary movie. <laughs> With Chris Elliott. It's a strong hand. Look, it just kind of caught me off guard, all right? I'm just going to say that it, it, it was, was funny. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to put it on, on our Instagram. So, guys, if you're please go to Instagram. And I do have the Instagram link to our Facebook. So, if you're on one and not the other, it'll be in both places. But check it out. It's going to – It's you tell me what you think. I don't know where in the hell we were going with all oh, of the family. The family. So. <laughs> yeah, some, somehow we got sidetracked. And look, understand, people, we're not laughing about the situation. This guy, I understand, he lost his life. It was just an odd picture. Things are 
still coming in yeah, about it, this. They're they're actually talking about right now whether they're going to release the body cam footage to the right. public. So we're not in any way, shape, it, form. It, well, it'll be interesting because we are reading right when we were getting ready because they're 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 uh, going to court. I guess. Oh, dear. Uh, well, that's uh, something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. But um, I guess they're op- they're trying to get the. I don't know why they have to go to court to release the body cam footage because the sheriff. Of the pl- of the departments trying to go to court to release the body cam, well, what's the problem? Like, if you're the sheriff, you have the body cam footage, right? Why do you need to go to court to release the well, body because, cam footage? Because the FBI, I think, has gotten involved in this, and so they're they're having to. But I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I we obviously don't know the story. What we know of the story is what the attorneys for the family. Right, as saying that I, uh, you know, wrote what she says, or I'm assuming it's a she, but uh, three pages of notes in a 20 second video. What the hell are you writing? Right. I mean, that's a lot of damn writing for 20 second video. Right. I can't even think of words in 20 seconds. Right. So to get back on track, though, uh, we will we will discuss yeah, this yeah, and, and, as it unfolds. Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, maybe while we're recording, maybe. Something, something will come, come up anyway, and we can okay, see the body so cam footage. BLM, the family unit. Yeah. What about it? Uh, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess my point is, is here's a person who created a charitable organization. All right. One of the persons, I should say, they created a charitable organization. And it's a, and it's a farce. It's a whole point to try and get people to donate, not even people, but companies. I mean, we've seen corporations donate a shit ton of money to this um, organization and the guides of helping black people. And it, it, and in a way, I guess it is helping black people. It's just helping the people that started the charity, not. Well, also, do you remember where some of those contributions went to? Do you remember a little thing called act blue? Yes. And do you know what act blue did? Donated to the Biden, uh, uh, various presidential, Democrat. yeah, various Democrat, <laughs> right? But it was under the guides of, so like we're donating to the police, and it it wasn't. Well, so that right. that's where some of those your campaign contributions went to went to get this jackass into into office. So huh? uh, yeah, what uh, sugar water on that? And oh, good job, good job donating. Water. Yeah, I like tapioca water. So. You were saying, you were telling me that you you watched the Oscars. You were one of the only... There were only five people that watched the Oscars. I did, not watch, one of I did not watch the Oscars. <laughs> no, but you were telling me about this guy, right? Yeah, so um, it was odd. I was... I don't even know... Oh, I was watching uh, Greg Gutfeld, and he, he played this clip of... <laughs> I don't have it's on my phone, so you're gonna have to pardon the audio, but uh it's it it is what it is. So here you go. All right, so Trey Trey Young, no Trey Free, I think was his name. Uh, yeah, Trayvon Free 
was I, I don't know who he is. I he, he could be an actor. I don't know. He was presenting on the Oscars, and he goes into this little speech about how uh, three day three ki- three people today, three people tomorrow, three people every day are killed by the police. Now, granted, he didn't specify, so you're like, okay, three people. And then he goes, that amounts to over a thousand people a year killed by the police, which is predominantly black people. And I'm watching this. I'm like, this dude's a fucking moron and he's a liar. Okay. Now, granted, I, I could not, if I, if someone came up to me and said, oh man, did you hear what Trayvon Free said during the Oscars? I'm like, who? I don't know who he is. He, if he's an actor or a singer or right. I, I have no idea. Uh, I'm assuming he's an actor of some kind because he was presenting on the Oscars. I I don't know. But if he had listened to our show, he would have known. Or if he followed us on Facebook, he would know that that he was wrong, Uh right? Because didn't we post the uh, talk about the numbers, right? Last year, the FBI, not the white people of America, posted... The numbers they track this uh, unfortunate events where police kill, you know, suspects of some sort. Right. And I don't know the exact numbers. It was he was right in the fact that I guess it averages out to be three people a day because it was a thousand and some some odd number right. of people killed last year. But I like I said I don't remember the exact number, but it was four hundred and something whites. Versus 200 and something black and the other 400, whatever, were, were, you know, Mexican, Asian, whatever. But don't come out on national TV and state these numbers when you're wrong. Well, but that's that's how we do it now. We don't... We don't have facts. We just state our opinion on national... So, you know, whoever... (laughs) The very few people that were actually watching this shit show of a of a award ceremony or right. whatever are going to go on believing that that's true, right? Because why would he lie about it? Right, right. Well, for that same reason, right so there. So I, I, I tell you what. So <laughs> I just come across this thing posted, and apparently it's fake. Apparently this is Jimmy Kimmel. So you know, take it for what what it's worth. His you know his ten year old um, level of humor. Right, but. Some people are actually going to read into this and believe this is a true statement, but this is this is this is why. And I mean, I'm saying this is fake. It was written by Kimmel, but he's one of these people, so this is clearly how they think. Right. And it says, "Statement by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences." What used to be called the President of the United States is now some guy called Don. A f- right, not, me, not you, me. A far less important and elegant yes. name has the lowest approval rating of any president in modern history. Your hair is ridiculous, your tan is ridiculous, and everything you say is dumb. Go back 15 years, get a new reality show, and pretend to write another book and go back to bed. P.S. Our show sucked this year because you gave everybody COVID. Hmm. So, what? Yeah. (laughs) That's the level of this dude's humor. Yeah, it's all your fault. We got COVID. Yeah, but if anybody... And I'm sorry if you did, but if anybody watched the Oscars, right? They got their their lowest rating ever. I think it was a 58 percent drop. Yeah, in I don't viewership or something like that. So zero watched it. <laughs> I mean, well, was it last year that uh, who was that comedian Rick, Ricky Gervais? Was that last year? I think that was last year. 
And he actually, I know he tweeted out on the anniversary. He said, well, since I wasn't invited this year, I just wanted to replay this clip. Yeah, he fucking, that was the he best ever. the shit out of him. Yeah, that was the um, best ever. I'm surprised he hasn't been suicided. Clinton? It was him. Hey, what's yeah, going on? But I'm saying, <laughs> you know, if anybody watched this shit show, you know what I mean? Like, okay, so we're continuing on with this doofus in office and, you know, talking about the mat. And, for and, now. For now. And, um, but, but under the guise of COVID. Right. Well, everything's COVID. We need to continue to wear the mask. We need to even during a Zoom call. We need to wear a mask during a Zoom call where I'm in a room all by myself with other world leaders. But good news: when you're outside and you're amongst other vaccinated people, you don't need to wear the mask. Why are you wearing a mask? Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, you walked outside to give us deliver this information wearing a mask. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> but, I, I, but the people weren't the people at the Oscars. Weren't they all uh, all around each other? I don't think any of them were wearing masks. Were they? I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah, I I don't fucking know. Well, it's like what was the the thing you saw on the place with the people and the stuff? Yeah, you know, man. Come on, oh, man. man. No, you were saying that what was it? Babylon B, the graph with the skulls. And stuff. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, <laughs> there you so, go. Babylon there you go. Hold on. Yeah. Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to. This is the last question I'll take. And I, I'm really going to be in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. Kamala's going to beat me. Yeah. Who? Now, let's, let's not pretend that this is the first time that he said this. Right? Like, he has said this on a couple occasions. Uh, you know, where he's at the end of his. Whatever. Whatever yeah. he's doing. Wh- whether. It'd be whatever, whatever. Yeah. Every every time he's, <laughs> uh, are, are you okay? <laughs> I'm channeling my inner Biden right now. <laughs> I smell burnt toast. Are you, uh, what are you doing on the floor? Get up. We've got a show to do. <laughs> Come on, man. Come no, on. but I'm saying like. We, Anytime he speaks in public and then someone starts throwing questions at him, he's, he's like, like oh, oh, this, is he my, goes, this is my last, I, the last one I'm taking. I, I, I really got to go. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Who the fuck are you going to be in trouble with? You are the fucking president, uh, air quotes, president of the United States. You are the leader of the free world for now. And who are you getting in trouble to? Uh, Jill. Jill's going to be mad at me. Uh, I don't know about that because I ain't seen Jill. (laughs) I told her I'd be home at three. I haven't seen Jill since fucking Valentine's. I'm just saying. Either she got in trouble for putting them cheesy-ass lawn decorations out in the yard, or she's like, well... We saw the picture of her in the, uh, the, uh, she's hoeing it out. Yeah. Man. She seems, I've, I've talked to Kamala and this is the way to get to the top. Oh, hmm? you think that's what's in, uh, Kamala's book? Superheroes? Superheroes are everywhere. Superheroes. Are, well, uh, speaking of which, right? Yeah. So I didn't even know the bitch wrote a book, right? What was it called? Superheroes Super- don't wear capes or superheroes are everywhere except for at the border. But here's a book <laughs> here's that a you book. won't be able to read because you it's in English. Oh, we're sending teachers though. That'll teach you how to read that. <laughs> but, but they have school. Oh, wait, that's right. We don't do school. Yeah. So that was an interesting thing. Um, Peter Ducey uh, said stuff, man. It was crazy. So. We're all over the place. Before we get into that, let's let's finish with the BLM shit. We are literally we're like, yeah, scatterbrain. How's it going, you sugar water? This is what happens when you do one show a week. We're like, <laughs> and so and it, 
I don't even know how to how do we get to Kamala's book from BLM. Let's finish with BLM. Anyway, don't donate. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> See, that's why we got to twitch this shit because we are acting silly. Um. Anyway, the point being with BLM is these pe- <laughs> these people started this organization to fund themselves. They don't give a shit about black no. people other than themselves. No. So, at any rate, Keith Ellison, obviously, they charged him with everything he could be charged with, right. talking about uh, Chauvin. Um, they got the verdict that they wanted. Right. You know, let's move on. You already opened yourself to uh, to an appeal because of you dumbass, what did you call her? Uh Oh, uh, Maxine Waters. Yeah, Maxine Waters, but you're California. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you had the thing from one of the jurors, right? Yeah, okay. So we had, I think it was the alternate uh, juror came out and was talking about that this was already in their mind. She kind of, I believe it was a woman, and she was saying that uh, that was kind of in she, their mind. Did she give her pronouns prior? She, her, um, that they were thinking about the riots. Like, that was in the back of their mind as right. they were, you know, going through this trial. So, I guess we've had the first juror actually come out now and publicly speak about what went on behind the, the doors of the deliberation. Okay? <laughs> so, uh, juror 52, I'm not going to say this guy's name, is the you know this this guy's coming out and speaking on the trial and he said every day at the trial was like a funeral because they had to watch the video of Chauvin kneeling on Aww. George Floyd's neck. He said they only deliberated for four hours before finding Chauvin guilty, but he felt like it should have only been twenty minutes. So that right there tells you that he already had his mind made up. Right. That's not what deliberation is. You know what I mean? Like, you go in and you talk about facts of the case. Well, I'd be willing to bet that most of those people had their mind made up before the fucking case even started. Before the trial even started. Uh, He said only one juror had raised doubts about Chauvin's guilt, but said it was related to the terminology, not... So the guy thought Chauvin was guilty, but he was had questions about the terminology. I think he's guilty, but what does that mean? Yeah. He said that uh, (laughs) Chauvin first appeared confident and his demeanor changed as pivotal pieces of testimony were given. And then he also went on to say that uh, the trial was done after the pulmonary expert, Dr. Martin Tobin, who was a prosecution's witness, gave detailed testimony on Floyd's final moments. So, <laughs> as the case went on, his demeanor kind of changed to a more, more confused look, as in, this isn't how it's supposed to go. I didn't see any remorse. So, everybody in this trial was masked up. Right. Except for the lawyers when they were talking or whatever. You know, they stood at the podium. This guy was masked up the entire time. So, this juror is now a body language expert. Uh, Eyeball. Eyeball (laughs) expert. Mm, Confused. (laughs) So, he went in looking confident. Give me a confident look. Mm. Give me a uh, slightly less confident look. Give me a worried look. (laughs) This guy was able to interpret all those emotions 
from maybe looking. he raised the other eye. Maybe he went mm-hmm. gave him the rock eyebrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I had a knee on his neck. Oh, no, it does. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Well, I I have questions about this jury. I have questions about how they came to their opinion. You know, whatever. The the case is over and they found it, whatever. Ultimately, we talked about this. Ultimately, the the damn thing should have been moved because you have people in the area that are on the um, jury and they can see what's going going on. I mean, you had the one... You have the one that lived in what was it, Brooklyn Heights or Brooklyn whatever Heights. was it, where the where she, the other thing happened, Dante Wright. Right, so they're um, having to pass right through. Right, so you got that going on one person's backyard essentially, and everyone else is going home and watching the news. Surely, they don't want they've already lived it. They don't want to have to live it again. And and not to mention the fact that you have people out there saying you thought it was bad before, you know. They're like, fuck, I already can't shop at my local Target because it burnt down, you know. So you have that. Then you have Maxine Waters coming out. and you have, you, They're going to have an appeal. The, the, the ironic thing about it is, let's say it goes to appeal, and let's say he gets off or he gets manslaughter and gets a slap on the wrist and he gets time served, right? Do you know he pleaded to... Manslaughter. To, to, well, third degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were like, no, 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 no. So, you know, I don't know why he pleaded to that. I mean, maybe he felt like he, whatever, maybe he thought he could have, I, I don't know. I think he thought that no matter what he was going to jail. And at least if I plead to third degree felony, it will, won't be as bad as second degree. And in the meantime, he got slapped with all three. Maybe that's where he got confused. Like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what was the thing you said? <laughs> He got killed. He got uh, com- convicted three times. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> he, how do you convict the same guy of three different types of murder for murdering the same, you know, one man? Right. And uh, the comment was that he was the the father, the son, and the and of the new religion. Yeah. It's like what? This, so that whoever that guy was on Twitter is like anointing him freaking uh, sainthood. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the new Jesus. We we no longer worship Jesus. We worship George. Right. Well, uh, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this trial, and then we're done because I know, like I said, I'm sure right. people are sick of it. We're sick of it, and and we I can't remember if we brought this up last time or not. But anybody that's curious, look into the case of Tony Tempa. 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 Same exact situation that happened. Right. In the George Floyd case. And we've got, we're actually going to put it up on Instagram and Facebook. We're going to put the picture up. It's a graphic that's describing the two cases and the similarities. Now, the only differences between the, these two cases is uh, George Floyd was high on fentanyl and meth. Uh, Tony was on cocaine. Riding that train. Mm-hmm. High on cocaine. Oh, sorry. Um, George Floyd was resist, uh, restrained for eight minutes. Tony for 14 minutes. Restrained with a knee. Yes. 
Uh, that's both resisted arrest. That that's George said. I can't breathe. The other dude said, "You're, you're going to kill me." <laughs> no evidence of racial motivation in both cases, right? Yep. Uh, George Floyd history of serious criminal activity. Mm-hmm. The other one history of serious mental illness. Mm-hmm. George Floyd officer convicted of murder. The other one charges were dropped. Yep. So, what's the regardless of the specifics that we just read? What's the other notable difference? Uh, Tony was a white male, mm. and George Floyd was not. not. So, basically, and this is we're going to end it, not the show. We're going to end this. We're going to for now. We're done with George Floyd and uh, Derek Chauvin. Right. Okay, I want to end it with this. Um, yeah, yeah, no. If people that are listening to this, and I, and I want to assume that the majority of everybody that's listening to this are like-minded individuals. And by that, I mean, we stated for the record last year, over a thousand people were killed, um, (laughs) were killed by the police, Right. For whatever for whatever reason, it's not like the cops just go around knocking on people's doors and killing them, right? Are you sure? I'm, well, I'm pretty sure. I, that's how CNN, I think. Well, that's it. yeah, that's where they portray it, right? Mm-hmm. The common the commonality of everything I've ever seen is this. Okay, forget about George Floyd, Floyd being black and the other guy that we talked about being white. Forget about one being on fentanyl and meth and the other one being on cocaine. Forget about all of that. Forget about everything we read. What's the one common denominator of those two that is exactly the same? Resisting arrest. Resisting arrest. Of the thousand some odd people that were killed by police last year, Look it up, FBI statistics. We're not making these numbers up, okay? Every single one of those people, whether they are white, black, Hispanic, Asian, purple, green, you know, they were aliens, oh, uh, fallen demons, oh. uh, whatever they were, whatever race they were, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is those people all resisted arrest. They either tried to run from the cops they were doing something. Now, as we're seeing with this Andrew Brown case, he did nothing wrong. He was sitting, you know, the attorney saying he was sitting there with his hands on the steering wheel. Well, the police accounts of it are uh, he was trying to back out of the driveway. You know, well, they blocked him. They parked a truck there to block him. They were there to serve an arrest. Well, they, they, they were there to arrest him. Well, they were there. It was. I, I'm not sure it was an arrest warrant. I've seen both. I've seen that they had an arrest warrant. I've seen that they had a search warrant to search his home. Regardless of the fact, they are there to serve a warrant, regardless of whether it's arrest or to search. Right. You don't get to leave. Right. They are um, well, and the fact, serving you, and, essentially. And, and, and we don't want to say a whole hell of a lot because we haven't seen the body cam footage, but they showed on the news, they showed um, I, I'm a, one of the neighbors had... Uh, you know, like security footage of right. their of the front yard, and you could see the sheriff uh, pickup truck come speeding by. And depending on who plays that video and what they're saying, why that video is playing, 
you see it's a pickup truck, whatever brand. And uh, there's two cops in the front seat, and there's, <laughs> what, four or five, it looked like, in the back. So much in the way of how gang, uh, if you ever watched in movies, I'm not talking about gangsters like Al Capone type stuff, but, you know, like L.A. type, that, that type of gangs. That's kind of how a gang unit approaches a situation. You know, roll up in one vehicle and and pile out. You know, right. you're not going to pull up in twenty squad cars and whatever. You got it. You have to have the element of surprise because surely they knew that as soon as he, you know, they pulled up, he was going to try and haul ass. Well, so at least at least account for the possibility of that happening. Right. I mean, we've seen situations around here. Mm-hmm. There was a situation in this town that that you know we live in where. The cops rolled up. It was at a drive-thru at a restaurant. Um, It was like a McDonald's. It's not McDonald's. It was a place like that. Um, And they were looking for this person. Well, if this is the one that I'm thinking about that you're talking about, he was in a stolen vehicle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. they roll up on the car. Mm -hmm. He was in the Mm drive-thru. Freeze. Stop. Get out of the car. He starts to go. Mm -hmm. They shoot him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I don't know if the officer, what color the officer was. I, I, I remember. Um, was he white? Nope. No, he was black, right? Yep. Black officer. Mm-hmm. Black suspect. Mm-hmm. Shot and killed the kid. Mm-hmm. And I say kid. I, he was 20-something, but, you know, mm-hmm. we've discussed that anyone under the age of 35 is a kid. <laughs> At any rate, um you never heard anything about it. Never made national. I mean, we heard about it because it happened. Well, it started off, and and I know the 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 kid's mom started with her protesting stuff or whatever. You know, right. oh, how they kill my. You know, the cops come back and immediately said, "Look, this guy was trying to escape, and and, and you got to watch the video of it. He damn near ran over." Some people because I'm going to ran say, over well, people because, because, because it was a busy ass place. This place, okay, so this happened late at night. Mm-hmm. This place is known to be packed. This was on a Friday night, if I'm Friday, if yeah, I'm it was mistaken. either Friday or Saturday, yeah. But it, the place was packed. You can watch the camera footage of the place. The entire parking lot parking lot is overflowing with people. That's how popular this place is on a Friday night, right? And this this kid knows he's caught. Attempts to flee in said vehicle. He, I know he runs into another vehicle. Right. Because he's in between cars. he's in between cars, right. right. So he runs into another vehicle. You got people that are crossing the parking lot. He damn near runs over them. So the police made the decision, this guy's going to kill somebody if we don't take right. action. And they ended up shooting through the car, shooting the guy, and unfortunately he died. But, uh... But yes, I remember that situation, and I know. But it right. got shot down pretty quick because they're like, "This this officer did everything right." He could and the, and do. the footage that they had was security cameras right. of the business, right. so it's not like you could even say that. Oh well, the police altered their body camera or they right. turned it off or whatever. the The fact of the matter is this: if you, I, I've yet to hear of a case of a situation when a cop comes to a car or whatever the case may be and gives you commands to do whatever, and you do that, and you get killed. I've yet to see that. I think the closest thing, and I don't know the guy's name, but there was a situation, I want to say it was in Denver, I believe, where the there was a couple, hus- husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, and he reached 
because he told the officer, I'm, I'm a concealed carry, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he reached for the gun, the cop shot him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I had to look it up. I, and it's a year, two years ago. Right. Yeah, um, I'd be interested to see what the case is, uh, what the situation in that case is. Because I'm going to say this about that. Right. Don't, well, the cop told him, don't reach for it. Right. That's that right there. So here yeah. we go. Here, the, once again, It was on his body cam, you know, and it was like, you know, the guy said, look, I'm a concealed carry. I have a gun. He's like, just stay where you're at. Right. Don't reach for it. He reached for it. He got shot. Right. So you told the cop, I've got a gun. I'm a concealed carry. So I guess by him saying I'm a concealed uh, weapons carrier or whatever, that he's a good guy, which he may have been. I don't know. Right. But you should have just put your hands on the damn dash and let the cop d- get the gun. Here's the situation. That is the cop is giving you a command. I'm right. sorry. The police officer. I'm, I'm going to quit calling them cops because that's so it seems derogatory now. The police officer, the law enforcement officer, I'm right, that, is giving you a command. If you fail to comply with that command, no matter what it is, you are now res- you know what I'm saying? It, it almost goes into immediate resisting. Don't argue, don't question, don't if he tells you to do something, if he tells you to put your hands on the steering wheel, put your hands on the steering wheel. If he tells right. you to put them on the car, put them on the car. If he tells you not to move, don't take off running. If he, if they're telling you to stop, don't keep running. Don't jump into the car. Don't try to drive away. Don't. Yeah. It was, it was in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, he, he stated that he had a concealed carry permit and, so and says, the cop said, don't reach for the gun. And he reached for the gun. He got shot. Right. And you know, the girlfriend, the girlfriend conveniently, immediately when they got pulled over by the cops, went straight to Facebook Live. Of course she did. So, because that's what we do now. Yeah, it's more about the the. Well, so we had the situation with the young kid that happened up in Illinois, right? And magically, that's went away. You know what I mean? No, where where the the thirteen, right? Yeah, he was a thirteen year old boy, and there was a huge outrage. Oh, this cop, you know, and I don't know, it might still be going on. We're not hearing anything about it anymore. Right. But, uh, you know, they shot this unarmed 13-year-old kid. Well, then you get to watch the video, and I've got the still frames from different views showing where the kid had the gun in his hand. As he's turning on the officer to put his hands up, he throws it behind the fence. Now, you're talking about microseconds to make this decision dark. Cop made the decision. Looked like he was turning on him with a weapon. They knew he had a weapon. He was known to have a weapon. Right. There you and go. All, and all of a sudden, oh, my poor baby. What is your poor baby right. doing with a gun? So, like you said, common denominator in all these situations are comply with the right. officer's demand. There was, a, there was an attorney that came out on one of the one of the shows. Yeah, it was Jim Carrey in Liar, Liar that he picked up the phone. Stop breaking the wall, asshole! <laughs> Oh, was that not no, that lawyer? Wasn't, oh, wasn't that one. Okay. And um, you've had multiple uh, defense attorneys, not like prosecutors or whatever. You've had multiple defense attorneys come out and say, um, your best bet in any situation, whether you're caught red, like, you know you're guilty, <laughs> right? Like, shit, I'm caught, you right. know, is comply. And if you and think, fight it in court. yeah, and fight it out. And if you think for whatever reason there's a minuscule doubt that 
you know, whatever. Fight it out in court. And a lot of times you'll see where these people that get pulled over by the cop, whatever the situation may be, that they did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. That's right. a lot of the times you see these. Bo- I didn't do anything. It wasn't me, you know. Right. Okay. Well, let's cross that bridge in court. Okay. You yeah. know. I'm going to give you a perfect example of that. And this happened a couple of years back. And I don't remember the exact situation, but I remember they were actually on a bridge. And um, they they cornered this car in. They were looking for a suspect. Turns out the guy that was in the passenger seat was not the suspect, right? Right. They killed him anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but they're telling the guy. He's locked himself in the car, right? And right. They, they've got the officers telling him. And I remember because they brought this officer up on excessive force or whatever. They're telling the guy, "Roll the, just get out of the car. We just want to talk to you. Get right. out of the car, you know? And if, if he would have just gotten out of the car and talked to them, they could have figured out that this guy did nothing wrong. It's right. not the guy they're looking for. He didn't. He just kept the door locked, kept telling no, no, no. So one officer who was clearly amped up on Red Bull or his bang or whatever <laughs> he had that day, he must have just come from his gym session because this <laughs> dude was amped up, just came and smashed out the window and drug him out. Right. And I mean, like that. They brought that off, so, of course, on excessive force. But would, would you say that if you and I were police officers, I would have played that role? Hmm. I am going to plead the fifth uh, for the fact <laughs> that I might self-incriminate. You? Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Look, no, I get it. you get again, tired of you get to that point where you're like, get out the effing car, you, right? You know, and had the guy. Open the door, roll down the window, whatever the case may be. Oh, I'm sorry. It's oh, you're Bob Johnson. I was looking for Regardless, Rick, Rick Mitchell. Yeah, regardless of the fact whether you've done anything or not, as you said, comply. And chances are, ninety nine percent of the time, if you haven't done anything, right, it's going to end there. Well, I mean, like I told you about the time I got a ticket in my car. This was a couple of years ago. And I was, I got pulled over. And the funny thing was, the guy, the cop that pulled me over was in front of me. So I'm coming down the, the road here, this mm-hmm. main highway right here. And I go through the toll, come through the toll on the other side. There's a trooper sitting ahead of me at the exit where I get off. I mean, I, I exited. He was in front of the exit. So I, I, I assume he was waiting for me to pass him. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to light him up and pull me over, but I was happened to be exiting. So I exit, I'm going around the curves and he quickly pulls me over on the exit. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know? So, you know, I pull over and so you stepped on the gas and no, I, I pulled over and waited for him to get out of his car. Then I ambushed him. Oh, I see. Oh wait, no, that's not how that worked. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and he, and I'm just sitting there in my car like, <laughs> and I could see him in my rear view and he's sitting behind me. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Right. You know, so I get out of the car and I'm like, what the hell? No, I'm just sitting there. Another cop pulls up, right? So now there's two. And I'm like, what the fuck? What me, man? It wasn't me. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm going to roll my windows down. I'm like sitting there like. (laughs) And uh, the second car that pulled up um, comes, you know, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, no, (laughs) actually, I don't. (laughs) And he's like, well, actually, I'm sorry. Before he said that. He uh, he comes up and he says, uh, "Well, it took me a minute to catch up to you." I'm like, "What's the problem?" He's like, "Well, do you know why I'm pulling you over?" I'm, I have no idea. I know I wasn't speeding because I know 
not to speed on that road. I don't. I mean, people can say, whatever, dude, we know what kind of car you drive. I'm telling you, because I drive said car, I don't speed on. And this was before I had this car. It was my old car, which was red. And you could spot it from, you know, a mile away and hear it from a mile away for that matter. So I intentionally made sure I don't even think I did the speed limit on that road for that fact. And uh, I said, well, I know I wasn't speeding. Well, I didn't say you were speeding, officer says. I'm like, well, you just said it took you a minute to catch up to me, you know, insinuating that I was speeding. Right. You know, so I was kind of being an asshole because I know I didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, and so we fight and I dropped the elbow. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, um, he goes, well, you didn't use your signal when you changed lanes. Okay. Now, I I believe, I, I shouldn't say 100% of the time I use my signal when I change lanes, but it's probably 98% of the time. Okay. So I can't tell you that I did or didn't because I couldn't, I can't remember. Right. Now, you have drove on that road, and you know how people drive on that road. So it, there was a situation. That was a situation where, for whatever fucking reason, I had every person kind of, you know, there was a car here, a car, you know, it was like, so I kind of went in and out of three cars to get, because in the meantime, in the state of fucking Florida, and I think it's like this in everywhere, if you're going to drive slow, drive in the fucking right lane. Right, mm -hmm. so I kind of zigzagged in between three cars to, because no one wanted to do the speed limit. I'm assuming it was because there was a trooper there that evidently I didn't see. Um, so I'm guessing he got me in that situation where I probably in one of those lane changes I didn't use my okay. signal mm -hmm. and I wasn't speeding, as far as he could tell, because he probably didn't have his radar on. Whatever. Point being is. Okay, yeah, I got a ticket, whatever. Paid the ticket. I was pissed because I got the ticket because I don't I don't like I don't get tickets. Number one, with the what job we do, it's you know, can't really right. get those. Um so anyway, I was more mad and like I'm I have a buddy was like, Oh, you should fight it in court. I was like, Look, I don't know I can't say for certain that I did or didn't use the signal. I wasn't about to fight in court because I, I don't remember how much the ticket was, like a hundred bucks. And I was like, is it worth it for me to fight it in court, miss a day of work to go to court, to fight this ticket, to sit in court all day? Um, and if he's got dash cam and I didn't use the signal at one of those passes, well, then I'm, I'm wrong. So now I still have to pay the ticket. Plus now I got to pay court costs. And I missed a day of work. I'll just pay the ticket. But uh, the point of the matter is you have situations like that all the time. So now if I wanted to be an asshole, I could have started arguing, started fighting, started doing whatever. But I didn't. I wasn't happy that I was pulled over. I was heading home from work. Oddly enough, it was April 1st. So now telling my wife about this, she's like, ho, 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 it's April Fool's. Ho, ho, I'm like, dead serious. Here's a ticket. Oh, my God. What the hell? Anyway. But anyway, the point is, is even if you feel like you're right and you have no reason to be talked to by the police, you can diffuse the situation yourself by just answering their questions. And if you're like in that situation, what you're just talking about, if you're not the guy, 
talking to them will clear that up a lot faster right. than resisting. Right. Well, so I think we talked about on the last show, we had the situation that happened in New Mexico. Right. Uh, that the officer was shot. This uh, it was a it was well, a, it, it was a traffic stop or whatever. They pulled the guy over for having too dark, dark of tint. tint. I think yeah. that was the premise or whatever. But he was he was already known to officials that I think he was a drug um, drug dealer or something like that. Probably. Like, they, they, well, it was in New Mexico. Maybe he was a uh, trafficker. Trafficker. Yeah. Anyway, regardless of the fact, so the guy just he gets out of the truck with a rifle. Officers on the passenger side, he's kind of walking. He ends up shooting that cop, you know. Officer. Damn. I, <laughs> I keep trying to not say that. Uh, um, but that is... So if you're asking questions of why why police officers, law enforcement are jumpy, are and, jumpy and jittery and, and seem amped up right now, well, this is why. Because they literally, at, at the, the easiest traffic stop... You know, this dude was pulling the guy over for his tent. Right. And got shot and killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they literally, right now, in this day and age, do not know. Who's going to shoot him? Who's going to, yeah. Yeah. Because, and it's because not a they, white and black thing or whatever, because I, I don't recall it if this guy was white or Hispanic, but... The uh, the perpetrator. Right. But it's, it's not like uh, cops go up to a car, oh, this is a white guy, I'm safe. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. You never know. You don't know. You don't know what that person's intention are. Right. So when you get pulled over by a police officer for whatever reason, you'll see I've been pulled I've been pulled over before and the car I had at the time had dark tinted windows. You know, cop pulled I, my son was you know, he was young at the time, pulled me over and he's approaching the car. I could see him in my rear view with his hand he don't know who's in that car. Right. You know? So I get it. You, you, I get it. You, we've seen stuff around here where officers, we were talking about it the other day. Um, the, uh, I, I can't recall his name, where he was jumped. Oh, Crispin. Crispin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that goes through your mind. You are taught these things in, in the academy where it's like, always be ready, you right. know? You never know. Now, you'll hear the argument, well, that's what you signed up for. That's what you, No one signs up to die. Right. You're, you, don't, you don't, when you sign in, when you go to the, into the military, you sign up to be a police officer. I don't think they ever make you raise your hand and say, are you ready to die? Yeah. Wait, what? You're signing <laughs> your life over right yeah. now. That, that's not what their job is. <laughs> right. Their job is not to say... At any point in time, I, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm willing to die right now. The only job, and I could be wrong, but the only job that I can think of where I think you actually take that oath is if you're going to be a Secret Service agent agent in the uh, you're, you're on the president's detail, a, right? Because that's that's your job, you know. And, I, and even then, I don't think your job's to die; it's just to take the bullet. Right. You know, if you die, I guess you die. But <laughs> I guess the biggest thing is is quit being a fucking moron and. You know, right. if 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 you feel like the cops being an asshole, being mean to you, or whatever, and once you get out of that well, situation, then take it up with the damn. Uh, but that's not the way we do things. Now. No, because exactly what you said. What's the first thing that happens when you see people getting pulled over? Now they go right to their their phone. Yeah. I'm 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 recording this, you know, because heaven forbid this officer pull me out of the car and. I got news for you. If you 
say, I'm recording this, and that the officer's intent is to kill you, he's going to kill you and take your phone. <laughs> I mean... But I'm periscoping this. This is live. <laughs> whatever. Well, so we had, a, we had a situation come up, and we talked about the the young girl that lost her life when she tried to stab another girl. Right. And once again, unfortunate situation or whatever, but we saw a video that I, I don't know what the situation was, what was going on. The cops were there. The police officers were there. Jeez, it's so hard. Drink. It's so hard. Oh. <laughs> um but the guy, you know, he's recording it on his phone, of course, and he he is mouthing off to the to the officer, and he says, "Oh, what you gonna, you gonna shoot me like you did that? Uh, what was her name? Mikael Bryant. Mikhail, yeah. yeah, are you gonna shoot me like you did that Bryant girl, or whatever?" He goes, well, "I don't know. Are you gonna try to pull out a knife, and try to stab somebody right. like she did?" And we talked about that, right? And, and then come find out, he got suspended, right? So here's a guy antagonizing an officer. Recording it, recording, recording it, Antana. Hope I think his in his intent in recording it and saying what he said was hoping that something would happen. Maybe not that the cop was going to say what he said, right? But oh, I said intent. But uh, do something, right? You know, to antagonize, right? And all he said was, "I," and we thought yeah, it was are funny. You, are you? You know? Oh, I, th- I thought it was hilarious. And I, and if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the police officer a black guy? Yes. That said that. Yes. And I. I thought it was funny because he, the, the officer, didn't see it as a black thing. Like the guy that said what he said wasn't 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 because he said it to. I think he was saying it to the other officer. This one just happened to be walking by. Right, and like he, he says, "I don't know. You're gonna you're gonna stab somebody." Yeah. Oh, oh! I can't believe you said that. I'm gonna make this go viral. Yeah. And when we talked about it last week, we we were like, "Ha ha! Yeah, it went viral for the wrong reasons because now you look like an idiot." Right. Well, in the meantime, then I think two days after the fact, the officer gets suspended because he said that. Well. They're already having issues around the country. I don't know that we in Florida are seeing this issue, but I know we've seen New York and Oregon and Seattle and so on and so forth. They're losing police officers left and right. Oh yeah. This I, I don't know where this happened, where I, this where sure. this situation happened, but sure. let's say it's in a ta- in an area or a state or, or whatever where. They're having issues trying to keep police officers. And now you're suspending And then you're suspending them for simply saying what he said. Right. It's not like he said, F you, blah, 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 you know, and started, like, calling the guy names. And and he just simply said, I don't know, you're going to stab somebody? He said, are you going to break the law? Are you going to arrest me? Are you going to shoot me? Well, I don't know. Are you going to do something that's going to cause me to have to shoot Right, well, because the guy that was recording it and, you know, related whatever to the McCalla um uh, Bryant, Bryant mm-hmm. situation so the cop went back with the same situation right. and now he gets suspended so if you're an employee at your job forget about being a police officer if you're an employee at your job if you work at McDonald's let's just say and you know that the customer just threw a drink in your face right and then you Tell the customer to fuck off. A- after that, a- and that's all you did. You didn't g- jump over the counter and beat them to a fucking bloody pulp because you know that's why I don't work at McDonald's anymore. Oh, um. <laughs> that's why he's been unemployed for the last three years. <laughs> but uh, if you um, and then your job in turn 
fires you because you told the customer to f off after after they did what they did to you. Well, how are you going to feel about the, you know, if you're not supported by your, I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah, but I mean, it's essentially knowing that your your superiors aren't going to have your back. And especially in a job like that, where you you literally are putting your life on the line every day, possibly. And and all you said was, I don't know, are you going to pull a knife? What what was wrong with what this officer said? What was the problem? And then you know, you're going to no suspend idea. me for that? I, I have no idea. But you know, What's going to happen when something really happens? You know they're not going to have your back. Well, you're going to start having officers second-guessing the situation, saying, right. well, you know, shit, am I going to get in trouble for now, doing this? This guy was speeding. Oh, crap, it's a black guy. Yeah, Should I pull him over? Mask or it? Just let him go. That's where we're getting to. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing, we saw numbers where it's record numbers of officers retiring or leaving in New York. I know Baltimore said they're having problems keeping enough officers i think they had to shut down two precincts because they didn't have the rec- they didn't have the level of officers that they needed to keep mm-hmm. those precincts open we're seeing it in uh washington they're offering sign-on bonuses to mm-hmm. come on to the to, to become a police we're seeing these because you're seeing these mass exodus of these officers that are saying i don't want to do this anymore well, because and the funny thing about that is it well the ir- irony in the whole situation, I guess we don't we we have a tendency, you and I both, of saying, "Hey, this is the funny thing about this is that," and when really what we're talking about isn't funny at all. But <laughs> the funny thing is, is twenty six people died from that. Wait, that's not funny. <laughs> no, but the irony in that is, you talk about New York losing officers and Washington losing officers and California losing officers. Guess what else they're losing? What? Uh, on top of the on top, huh? constituent <laughs> on well, I was going to say on top of the officers leaving they're taking their families with them and they're hauling ass to Texas and Florida so in turn the census just came out and said oh uh New York uh uh LA or not LA but California Washington they I don't remember the uh, a couple of uh, seats, you lost a little too many people last year you know the in the last couple of years uh, we're gonna have to go ahead and take some cr- congressional seats away from you oh uh Florida Florida um Texas since they're all moving to y'all state, you're going to pick up uh, uh, people. So therefore, uh, these red, uh, these blue states that have asshole Congress people that vote all this bullshit in, uh, you fired. And states like Texas and uh, and uh, Florida, who vote the red way, uh, are picking up seats. So now, when the next voting cycle comes around, you might start seeing some flip-flopping. I think in uh, 22, you're already going to see some flip-flopping in the Senate. Now, if uh, I, I don't remember all the states. They had a map. I know Florida, Texas. Texas picking up two. Florida's one. But there was other, like Min- not Minnesota, but uh, Montana, Idaho. Oddly enough, all the states that people are like, you know, people that live up in uh, Washington, Oregon, and Minnesota and stuff like that are not going to, they might not be so wanting to move to Florida. Right. But maybe Idaho or South Dakota, those places. Wow. And then people in um, California, especially like Southern Cal, are like, man, fucking, let's go to Florida. It's kind of like here. Let's go. I saw someone, it was interesting, <laughs> state, uh, should we allow these people that are moving from New York and whatever to these states to vote? 
you know, and it's like, well, how, how can you legally do that? And a, a good point. I mean, I, I get it. You can't do that, but what? someone, someone said, well, you know, maybe, maybe you should not, not let them vote, but maybe you put a, you have to live in the state for, for a, a couple of, of yeah, a couple of years, two, three, four, five years before you're able to vote. Be, you know, I could get on board with that. I mean, it'd be interesting, you know, once you establish, let maybe you could even do it in that and under those guides of establishing residency. Like if you move down here, let, so we're in twenty one, so we have a in twenty two you start voting, right? So let's say from now until, or let's say from last year until n- the end of this year or beginning of next year, you move from wherever. This that particular election in 22 you you can't vote in you've got to be here at least a year well it, it seems i i i agree with that sentiment i i think it would become overly- yeah i'm sure you would have some sort of pushback on right. legalities but you don't it, want people coming from these democratic cities moving right. to red states or cities and trying to bring yeah their, their- well, especially if the whole reason you left wherever was because you defunded the police but i like joe biden so i'm gonna vote for right you know because it's it's not you voted for joe biden and or you know whatever you're you know but the people that are fucking your situation up are your local leaders right you know so i don't need you come into my town and start like well in new york this is how we did it yeah well why the fuck aren't you in new york Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> right. But anyway. Well, so, <laughs> go ahead. Hope, hopefully we we hopefully something happens soon where what we were talking about with the with the police and and the violence and the things that are going on right now hopefully are we're going to see, you know, changes. Hopefully we're going to it's it's winding down, God, I hope so. It doesn't seem to be because it just seems like every week there's a new incident popping up. Right. Where, we're continuing to have, you know, I was just telling you about the the guy um, in New York. You had this police detective or whatever who's right. who's literally just writing on a sheet of paper. You can I mean, tell this guy sits behind a desk all day, right? Like he's not a a, a plain, you know, he's, he's a, not in a uniform. He's no, he's not in a uniform. He's just like in plain clothes or whatever. Right. But you know, he's he's minding his own a, business, writing up a report, right. and, and gets this, qualified from behind. This, this black dude comes with two sticks, and I mean, just wallops this guy across the face, and it's it's literally from like the back corner so the guy never even saw it coming right and um then takes off running or whatever and of course they caught this guy or whatever but we're continuing to see the um the asian hate crimes for whatever reason you know so we had this this guy in new york who stomped this 61 year old man right who's in the hospital that they're saying it's really not looking good well, you know, come to find out. He was... Go ahead, I'm no, sorry. No, go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to say Wednesday ex-cop, right? No. Uh, he's being charged with attempted murder, and it's being charged as a hate crime. Uh, this guy is a convicted sex attacker. Sex attacker? Attacker. With a lengthy criminal so record. So he attacks sex? A sex? <laughs> he attacks that shit. <laughs> like, Tears mm, it up. Look at that. <laughs> no, but I mean, here, you know... I, I yeah I mean I maybe I was thinking of a different story I could have sworn I said I read where he that guy was an ex police officer that was the guy in Texas oh okay yeah that was a guy in Austin 
But this guy that that perpetrated this, here we go. We've got another violent criminal. Uh, you know, kind of makes me wonder, you know, we had, when this whole COVID situation happened last year, remember we had, they were releasing people from the prisons because they didn't want them to get the COVID. Right. Kind of makes me wonder if some of these some bitches are... Well, I'm I'm almost certain that that's the case, you know. And they're not saying that because they don't want to be like shit. Uh, maybe especially somebody. especially where was this at? New York, hmm. New hmm. York City. You got it at least. You, Easy for you to say. We release in New York. We release the criminals, and then we put the old people and the sick people in the nursing homes. Speaking of which, well, I, I <laughs> yeah, keep that thought. I would really like somebody to kind of dig into that and see some of these crimes that are being perpetrated uh, when these people got released. Well, we had a story where uh, I I can't recall where it was at, if it was in New York or not, but the uh, the guy killed killed some killed his girlfriend or or something, and he had just gotten out of jail because of COVID. Remember? But yeah, speaking of New York, Hmm. what's going on? What what do we got with Cuomo? I mean. I, you know, what was it, a month ago? He's got 35,000 um, nursing home deaths. He's got, what, nine, what was it, nine, seven, eight, nine, something like that, accusers that have come out against him. That story has gone way to fuck away. Now it's gone away so much that he is what? So they're looking at it. Uh, Cuomo has reportedly taken over the leadership of the weekly White House conference calls with the nation's governors about coronavirus pandemic since Joe Biden does not join in on these. Look, guys, if you want to get the numbers up, <laughs> let me tell you how to do it. You put them in the nursing homes. That'll kill them real quick. Oh. <laughs> so let's go to the guy that mismanaged the situation yeah. worse than anyone. I can tell you how to do it. I'm... This is the guy that we're going to put in charge. Yes. I'm, I'm a professional at killing people. I'm from New York. That's what we do up here. We kill people. Hey, I'll button your shit a little bit. <laughs> now, touch my cock. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, when I mean cock, I have this chicken over here. It's my pet It's my pet rooster. But if you want to touch the other one. If you want to touch, you touch what you touch. Uh, you want to touch my cock or my cock? Did you say? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, just make sure when we're doing the Zoom calls, everyone wears a mask. Capiche? <laughs> yeah, it's an, it, it's insane to me that this. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Hey, I like it. I like it. Hey, brought Cuomo to the to the show. How's it going, guys? But, uh, and, and I have to talk like. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why we got to be on Zoom. You guys can't see what I'm doing here, but uh, or not Zoom, but on uh, Twitch. He's got, I got the Italian get, uh, hands. I got speak. the hands up like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not that uh, gets me into my voice. It's kind of like when I'm talking when I'm doing my Bill Clinton. I'm I'm grabbing a bitch by the pussy. Oh, I'm smoking a cigar. Yeah, I'm smoking some weed. <laughs> I did not inhale. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that that story went away pretty quick. Real quick, it's it's like no one's talking. Well, about it. it's like Matt Gates. We were talking about Matt Gates. Where what what's going on with this? That that story has vanished. Well, you know and why it vanished though? Because it wasn't true. Right. So we we had the expose from CNN come out where the right. guy was flat out saying it, 
Yeah, we don't like Matt Gates because he is. Well, dangerous. that was the uh, was that project. That was, that was the yeah, that was Project, project Veritas, Veritas right? where they released that expose on CNN, and it was that technical director saying, "Yeah, we we wanted to run this shit on Matt Gates because he is not good. He is dangerous, and that's fine." Democrat. Obviously, party. the story was fake, so it went away. This shit with with fake. Cuomo is verified. We know that there was thirty five thousand people killed in the nursing homes. Yeah. We know that he. Were they really killed? I mean, yeah. you put them in the nursing home and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> when you're old, you die. I still have to talk. <laughs> I don't know why. Put your hands down. It just gets me. If I'm down here, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I'm retarded. Anyway, uh, why can't I say retarded? Has that uh, anyway? So yeah, so now he's in charge of getting people killed across the country. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? You die, you die. <laughs> and I still got my hand up here when I say that. <laughs> so anyway, we were talking earlier about Camel to uh, Kamala, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna play this quick little video of her in a sex scene. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> whoa <laughs> whoa no so this is uh, Peter Ducey from Fox and he asked Jen Psaki is the P silent? Psaki yeah, the P's never silent oh um, yeah, I still had to put my hands up <laughs> anyway uh, he asked her a question uh, about Kamala Harris and her book that she evidently wrote in 2019. Um, and let's see what he asked Jen Psaki. Every migrant child being brought to a shelter is being given a copy of her children's book, Superheroes Are Everywhere. Do you know why that is and if she is making any money off of that? Of the president, of the vice president? The president's book, yeah. I'd have to check with our uh, health and human services team. If uh, You're talking about if they go to shelters or if they go to... Yeah, in the welcome kit, apparently, there's a copy of her 2019 children's book, Superheroes Are Everywhere. I'd have to certainly check on that. Here, it's a good book. So, a couple interesting things in that. That was a 30-second clip. Okay, right. a couple interesting things. I know I could see your eye twitching over there. <laughs> But before we get to that, mm-hmm. okay, so she did a book. Superheroes are everywhere except for at the border. And um, <laughs> in 2019. Well, actually, believe it or not, hold that thought. <laughs> there is actually a superhero there. It's the Invisible Woman. <laughs> because she still has yeah, not still fucking visited the border yeah. yet. Here's a book. So we we give... give uh, <laughs> Give uh, the, the migrant children this book. Superheroes are everywhere except for at the border. And um, it's a it's. I saw the book. I saw the cover of the book. And basically, it's her. Mm-hmm. It, it's a children's book, so it's her. And there's a bunch of children. So I don't know if the book is inferring that she is a superhero. <laughs> and like you said, she is a superhero of invisible powers because <laughs> it's been what three, two, three months that we've been talking about this, and she's yet to go down there. Well, it's been more than a month since she was put in charge of it and still has not gone down there. Right. So we send a book that I'm assuming is written in 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 English, 
right? <laughs> He's got the hair. Uh, great outdoors. Um, <laughs> we are basically like a dog when we just saw a squirrel run across the yard. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. No. So I'm assuming this book was wrote in English. They send it down. So yeah, here's a book. Okay. Well, no, continue on. Uh, well, anyway. But the funny part about this video is he asked the question, VP Harris, blah, 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 blah. And what is Saki's first word out of her mouth is? Oh, oh you mean the president? I mean the vice president? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Another... That, Free and slip. Yeah, that's what we, <laughs> that's happening in a lot. It, yeah. it appears whenever a question it seems like whenever a question is asked of VP Harris, the response from whoever and it you know, like so if Ducey's asking Psaki the this question about VP Harris, or if it's another uh, White House official that's being asked a question, they always slip up and say, well, President Harris, I mean, Vice President Harris, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, guess what? That's not a slip. Yeah. That's well, a get ready for it. The colonel's wife sent you a little situation. Yeah. So my wife, she sends me stuff for the show constantly. I, and I mean constantly. No. Uh, but it was a TikTok. <laughs> it's well appreciated. Don't it was a TikTok. Her. And I, I, I need to listen to it again because I'm not sure who it is talking. But it, it is someone... Uh, saying something. <laughs> and they are saying a lot of words. Well, they're talking about a report that they intercepted coming through about a possible Biden step down in June. Do you hear that? Is that they're at the door. They're at the door. Is someone knocking? No. It's a, I think it's a bird. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it's it a bird. plane? It's a plane. <laughs> it's superheroes are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new book from <laughs> VP President VP President <laughs> Harris. Not yet, President Harris. June yeah. June fifth, so, <laughs> coming soon. So oh. I, I would like to um, find actually who was talking about that and see if that that information can be vetted. But I, I mean, it sounded it sounded official, right? They they have received reports and they were actually able to intercept a report. Or a message or a communication. I can't remember how it was. Well, I think I think it was like a communication. It's funny, you know, how a lot of things are being intercepted. Well. Yeah. And by that I mean wasn't something intercepted that John Kerry said? Well but, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold, hold that thought. Yeah. I I want my last point. I want okay. my last I'm shot sorry. at Saki. All right. Um <laughs> Yeah. Shot at Saki, baby. <laughs> oh. Well, interestingly Wrong. enough, um, I, sooner or later somebody's going to have to gain the balls that are sitting in these uh, these uh, press press, yeah. Yeah, press briefings, briefings or yeah. whatever, and ask her, does she fucking know anything? Because every I, I'll, time I'll she's have to circle question, back on that. She either has to circle back. She'll have to get with somebody. I don't really know. But oddly enough, she's asked that question. She doesn't know anything about it. I don't know anything about them. Given the book, but I heard it's a good book though. Hmm. <laughs> Once again, those are not slips. Right. She's not just throwing that in because she knows exactly what the fuck they're talking about. Okay. I keep hearing stuff, man. It's tripping me out, man. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who's at the door. (laughs) Nobody's at the door. Okay. 
I'm freaking out, man. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. Well, maybe you shouldn't have had those mushrooms before we started the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just I'm just pointing out. She's saying that she doesn't know anything about the book. She's going to have to get with whoever. But, oh, but I heard it's a good book. Yeah. yeah. How did you hear about it? How you did you hear, hear about anything it? about if you it? Didn't, if you didn't know anything about the book, uh, is, did the book all of a sudden just come up? All of a sudden, it's a good book. I give it to the people right. in the nursing homes. And now we're seeing the reports coming out that that was fake, right? So the, right. So I guess it wasn't. A, I think what? it was the New York Post. I think it was a it was a writer at the New York Post that started that broke this story, right? Talking about and they and, and so then the New York Post I think deleted it and then they brought it back up and it was an edited version saying oh only only one book, right? Which is odd because I wonder if it was the Post because they're more right leaning. I. I don't know. I wonder I, if it was the Times or. I, I, I'm thinking it said the Post. Okay. So I, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. Right. Don't quote me. But I know that the. I think the 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 reporter that wrote the article. You fired. Yeah, I think she ended up having to resign. All right. So. so yeah. John Kerry. John Kerry. What about him? Oh. When he's not flying around the world in his private jet trying to save the climate, <laughs> he's leaking uh, government secrets to, <laughs> to the Iranians. <laughs> well, I saw, I know it popped up on the uh, on the TV here while we're doing this, um, but I also saw someone saying stuff. It's crazy. No, saying that he should be brought up on the Logan Act, charges on the Logan Act. Biden just chimed in and said, I know all about that. Yeah. I know all we, about the Logan I saw Act. that on a TV show. I saw that on a show. We can use that against Michael Flynn. <laughs> Michael Flynn's like, yeah, that motherfucker better be going down because he actually did some bullshit. Right. You know, but I'm sure somehow or another he's going to be like, well, he's a government official. Isn't that funny how it always works out that the things that they accuse other people of, they're actually doing themselves? That's usually how it works. You know, when you see situations of, you know, the girlfriend blaming the boyfriend or husband, you know, the wife blaming the husband or, or whatever. Who was that that farted? <laughs> you guys smell that? <laughs> and what was it when you were a kid? Remember? Well, first one who smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just mm-hmm. find it odd that um, it, it seems like a lot of the things that they're blaming other people for, they're actually the ones that are doing it themselves. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the uh, misdirection. It's kind of... If I blame you for something that I'm doing, oh well, if I'm calling you out, clearly I can't be doing it. Right, I'm not guilty of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean come no, on, man, it was just man. Parmesan cheese. <laughs> oh, uh, so so what exactly for the for the folks that don't know what exactly is going on with John Kerry? He is a gay puppet master. Oh, no, nah. but I, I mean, that's works for me, gay puppet master. Is there, is there more to the story than there that? There is more. Oh, okay. All right. So the New York Times got information that a high-ranking official in the Obama administration tipped off Iran to Israel's covert actions. Wait. Uh, Obama's president again? <laughs> when he was oh, president. Oh, okay. okay. And that news ended up being in paragraph 21 of a 26-paragraph story, believe it or not. All so right. talk about burying the lead, right? <laughs> A leaked audio recording of Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javid Zarif, Zarif reveals that John Kerry revealed that information to Tehran 
presumably during negotiations for the deal with Iran over its nuclear weapons. Is that when we dropped off the pallets of cash, you think? Huh, it could have been. You should just put them in the nursing home. <laughs> you would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, former Secretary of State John Kerry informed him that Israel had attacked Iranian interests in Syria at least 200 times. <laughs> so what do you think? <laughs> oh, was that the end of the story? <laughs> I didn't know you were done talking, buddy. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, are we still recording here? I think so. <laughs> oh, the way you were looking, you were like, looked like you were still reading. It's like you were trying to read ahead. So I was just like, yes. <laughs> uh, so, what? All right. So when? Why are we just now hearing about this? This was what uh, seven years, six years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. And so this was when he was Secretary of State. Secretary of State. And uh, now we're just now hearing about this. I, I got sidetracked because we just got breaking news while we're while we're talking. Uh, evidently, the uh, DOJ just executed a search warrant on uh, Rudy Giuliani's apartment and. In uh, Manhattan, um, I try. I was looking at the story, and uh, disappeared. I mean, literally disappeared off my phone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Said, Don't <laughs> report on that. Yeah, well, I'm serious. It pops up on the phone. I have this this app on my phone that gives me stories, man. And it says superheroes are every. Oh, <laughs> um, it's, it's a good book. Yeah, it's a good book, man. I heard. I heard it's a good book. So I click on I click on the link. Oh, here it is. It was like nothing. Okay, federal investigators reportedly raided Rudy Giuliani's Manhattan apartment and seized his electronic devices. Mm-hmm. So uh, the raid was a part of an investigation into Giuliani's foreign foreign dealings with the Ukraine. Wait a minute. Uh, wait. Wasn't was that Giuliani that was having uh, that that went over there and told him they were gonna withhold the money and eh, no wasn't that uh, wasn't that Giuliani that was making deals for the big guy uh, that they were gonna hold out a portion and keep... mm, no oh well it's it's interesting because I'm I'm just kind of scanning over this prosecutor pro- prosecutors prosecutors are examining if he broke foreign lobbying laws and the investigation reportedly includes a counterintelligent probe. So they took his electronic devices. So it makes me wonder because we had heard a story about him doing stuff with the Ukraine Giuliani about what you're talking about, about Hunter Biden Mm -hmm. and the dealings with uh, Burisma and the, the, uh, I'll hold the, whatever it was, the 6 billion or six, whatever it was. Relief. You know, Mm -hmm. relief if you don't fire that prosecutor, you know. Right. And now all of a sudden, Biden's DOJ 
raids uh, Giuliani's home there and grabs all his computers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nothing to see here. So I guess this is a developing story, and once more comes about it, we'll uh, have to see, you know. But it, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know what to think of Giuliani, to be honest with you, because he's kind of out there. Right. Bold statements, you know, but what, I mean, I guess we'll find out what could he have done. I mean, because what, <laughs> there was the thing with Borat, remember? Right. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. No, I, could be a much ado about nothing, but, or it's just another Trump. But once again, I just find it that they're trying to go after. Here they are talking about the Ukraine again. When we clearly know that there was somebody that actually had fucking dealings with the Ukrainian right government, but we don't investigate that. No man, nothing to see here. So, anyways, uh, needless to say, I want not to just shut off the carry thing, but you know why this is such a big deal, right? Right. So nobody, nobody is shocked that that governments around the world carry out covert. Operations, right, right, yeah. I mean, we see it in movies all the time. Obviously, that shit comes from somewhere. <laughs> but why would a Secretary of State pass information to one of the countries that hates America so much? Because isn't, isn't their little thing that they say, you know, death to America? Yeah. Isn't that one of their quotes? Yeah, that's it's on T-shirts. You can get them on the, the, at the bazaars on the side of the road. So... Is that not a big deal that that our I've asked that question for years. Why in the fuck do we give any of these countries money? Because it's not like Iran's the only country that hates us. You know, I mean, shit. You're talking. But we we have a prominent member of this administration. Well, this dude was Secretary of State. Yeah. I mean, that's the fourth person in the line of succession. I I said prominent, motherfucker. Did I not say prominent? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, you said not, this. I was referring. No, no, no. I said that, of that. the administration. Right. right, right, right. right. Yeah, he's just the energy czar now. He flies around in his private jet. But, uh, but, but, point B. I don't need a mask. I'm John Goddamn Kerry. You are conveying another country's secrets right. to one of your. Well, it's almost like it's like, hey, did you see what uh, what they're doing over there? Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like being the instigator on the. In the school lot, you know, in the schoolyard, you try to get those two people over there to fight so you can be the peacekeeper. I, I mean. Well, yeah, but what you are is you are a leak of intelligence. Intelligence. Yeah. Well, and that's why they're saying, I don't know who it was that said it, but people are putting out there that that's a violation of the Logan Act. So, But, but oddly enough, um, no mainstream media is covering them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, instead, we've got wall-to-wall coverage of them uh, raiding The Feds Giuliani's, executing, yeah. You know, nothing to see here. Department. Nothing to see here. we got to get rid of all that Ukraine information. Do you know where Hunter's laptop is? Hmm. So, speaking of covert operations, uh, you, you've, we've been seeing a couple little nuggets. You dug up some stuff. Yeah, so guess what? Guess what the post office is doing when they're not losing your mail? Uh, getting my packages to the wrong house. <laughs> like my Roomba, they got <laughs> delivered to the wrong house, sons of bitches. Triggered. A year that later, was two I'm years s- ago. Was it two years? A year and a half. It was two Christmases ago. Oh shit! It really was that long. 
Anyway, uh, I'm, I, I bought a Roomba for my wife, and they delivered the package, said it was delivered, everything. Guess what? No Roomba. So, bastards. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, someone so, got a Roomba. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> I hope it broke. <laughs> anyway. So, so well, do you still use the Roomba? <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> Anyway, okay. this portion of the show brought to you by Roomba. It's a piece of crap. Don't use it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so the U.S. Postal Service, all right? So law enforcement arm. The law enforcement arm. Of the Postal Service? Of the Postal Service has been running a program called oh. ICOP. Or Internet Covert Operations Program that tracks and collects America's... Americans. Americans. Not Americans. Social <laughs> media posts. damn it. Well, so I guess the is that why there's days we didn't get any mail today. Is today a holiday? We don't have any mail. I can't tell you how many times I've looked outside and saw the poster truck just sitting there with a mm. <laughs> just like looking at you. They give you one of these, with the pointing fingers at the eyes and pointing them at you. Which well, usually comes right after a show when we're posting stuff on social media, and the person's just looking at me, shaking their head, like, yeah. no. "No, what are you doing?" And you wonder why you're going to hell. So this is according to Breitbart. Uh, it says the surveillance effort known as ICOP has not been made public until now. The program involves analysts searching through social media look sites to look for inflammatory postings, right. according to internal documents. This information is then shared across government agencies. A March 16th government bulletin marked as law enforcement sensitive and distributed through the Department of Homeland Security states analysis with the United States Postal Inspection Service Internet Covert Operations Program monitored significant activity regarding planned protests occurring internationally and domestically on March 20th, 2021. Location and times have been identified for these protests which are being distributed online across multiple social media platforms to include right-wing leaning parlor and telegram accounts. <laughs> so they're just focusing on right-leaning. The only protest and whatever that I've ever heard about going on is the fucking BLM and all this other bullshit that's going on. Maybe, well, maybe the post office is doing their job. They're squashing all the other protests. All you hear about is the BLM stuff. Hmm. But, you know, I'll say this about that. I don't see many right-wing whatever protests. I don't see them fucking burning down the targets and the looting the Dollar Trees and whatnot. So maybe you need to focus your attention somewhere else, uh, Mr. Post Office Man. Well, as far as I can tell, the only time that, that conservative groups are allowed to come together is when they want it to happen. Right. <laughs> What's that look for? <laughs> Insurrection, January soon. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So just know, uh, guys, before you hit the the uh, tweet button or the uh, post button on Facebook, just know that your local mailman might be out there surveilling you, <laughs> <laughs> whether he gets to approve your tweet or <laughs> Facebook post or not. So are they the fact checkers on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. Your think story's it's been fact checked. <laughs> hey, that's Bob, my post office guy, my postal driver. I've known him for ten oh, years. Yeah. What the hell? 
He was, he was at my son's bar mitzvah. Just know Bob doesn't like you or your tweets. <laughs> well, <laughs> stand in line, Bob. No, need, needless to say, I, I don't think this is the lowly postal worker. I think this is a, another uh, section. Branch of the, uh, yes. the, the what do you call it? The lol. The, the log arm of the postal law. Service is that where the post postmaster general? That's where he spends his time. He's leading the forces of good against the tyrannical social media protesters of I don't know. I was <laughs> it sounded good. It sounded good, right? Yeah. I was going there. All right. I just lost it. Yeah, I lost it, man. I, I I I to me, this is just another thing about how much shit is going on behind the scenes that we know nothing about. Well, this tells me that the government has way too much fucking money that they can toss around on bullshit well, that shouldn't matter. They're watching. And that's my point. They're surveilling citizens. Right. Yeah, well, and in the meantime... Because <sighs> then we just have this discussion about how uh, that the government's buying data... Yeah. From these other, from well, your social media platforms, yeah. from your Google, from your well, Facebook, from your so they can set up the uh, the uh, social credit score. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 We talked about that. That wasn't in the last. When was that? Two two shows ago, right? Talked about social credit score. Yeah, I think so. And um, it's kind of interesting because we've been seeing stuff about uh, uh, what was the thing where? <laughs> what are you doing over there? Nothing. What were we talking about yesterday? Um, ES, ESG? ESG? Yes. Focus, buddy. Focus. I can't. <laughs> um, I, 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 we just started talking about ESG yesterday. And I'm not saying MSG. Or what's the <laughs> what's the uh, the stuff they put on at the Chinese restaurant? The MSG? Monosodium? Anyway. So we're going to... We're going to... We've got a... <sighs> This is going to sound stupid. We're damn near two hours into this show. But what I'm about to tell you is this is breaking news. Chris doesn't know what I'm about to say. So even he's going to be surprised. <laughs> well, let me put my phone down real quick. Yeah, pay attention. Let me pay attention to you. <laughs> yeah. We've got a lot of shit that we're researching right now. And we were going to get into some of it today. <laughs> I don't but, see that happening. Well, it's not that we've been doing this for two, almost two hours. Because what we want to talk about, and, and that's where I'm going to end it. We're not ending the show, but that's where I'm going to end it on the ESG talk, the um, social credit score talk, and what I'm about to say right now, because the next show we do, whether it's a week from now or if we get a wild hair up our ass and do a Friday show, <laughs> which could happen, um, couldn't happen. we want to do a show on the Great Reset. I don't know what you guys know about it, what you don't know about it. We're We're researching stuff now we have or i say we <laughs> chris has <laughs> Wait. a lot of stuff about this and we were talking about it this morning while we were getting our gains on at the gym um i i just got a cramp when i did that <laughs> oh you're old uh, shut up but anyway um so we don't want to speak on it now so we didn't want to ramble for two hours much like we just rambled for two hours well it's not like it's going to be like a five minute conversation no no no. that's going to be we'd be here for another two hours and uh it all is going to kind of go back around to what we spoke about in two shows ago about social credit score and the show that we talked about on netflix called something about mary no what was that show remember you had me watch the black widow or black black mirror black mirror yeah 
I can't. I know it was black something. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know that show on Netflix? <laughs> You're gonna have to narrow it down a little bit. Hey, at least closer. I got black in there. It triggered <laughs> your mind there. But anyway, so anyway, I I don't want to keep rambling on about it because I got a few more things I want to say before we wrap this puppy up. But uh, just just know the next show after this one that pops up, it's gonna be a doozy. Okay, so please stay tuned. But on to our weird shit of the day or of the week. Okay, yeah. So we got a, we got a couple of little nuggets here, and to bring it back to the Ukraine, we're gonna circle back around. We're gonna circle back around. We're gonna pull a Jinsaki. We need to get a sound for that. We need to get a Jinsaki circling back around. Um, 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 um. <laughs> I'm not a monster. <laughs> so, Hunter Biden to guest teach at Tulane University in a class on fake news. <laughs> what? Now, this little memorandum came in with that and said, any students attending this lecture uh, need to wear closed-toed shoes. So he'll stay focused. <laughs> so he can stay focused. <laughs> He's going to be like, hey, so fake news is like, oh my God, look at the toes on that one over there. Oh, please be 17. Please be our, how old are please you? Please under, under 17. Yeah. Are you a high school uh, equivalency learner? No, I'm 21. Damn it, damn it. Too old. Do you have a sister with those cute feet of yours? Oh, yeah. Damn old maids. Oh. Oh. Easy. Easy. Oh. Easy. Use, you're getting into the character a little oh, too much. Your your feet are a little rough over there. Here, use my tool. It's called the petty file. <laughs> that harkens back to, what was that, three? <laughs> I think it was episode three. Episode three? Go back to episode three or four. Listen to our Hunter Biden commercial, huh. sponsored by Dr. Skulls. Remember that? Yeah, yeah that's old school. That's old school right there for everyone. Anyone that don't know, yeah, it's good stuff. What could he possibly have to offer on fake news? Hey, <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. So what you need to do is you need to get your dad into a prominent politician's position. The big guy. We'll just call him the big guy. <laughs> and then you're you could be free to uh, uh, have sex with underage Chinese hookers and uh, and Malika. And former president's daughters. <laughs> and and while doing lines of cocaine off their asses. <laughs> oh, uh, have and, I said too much? And then you can get it just covered up. And then when you go to, when you're in a coked up haze and you take your laptop, your laptop to the fucking corner computer repair man and forget that you did that, just say it's fake news. <laughs> That's how he's the expert. Wow. What a class. Hey. But uh, I posted something on Facebook yesterday on our uh, on Don't Tread on America's Facebook page. Uh, we, we have talked about this in the past, and uh, neither one of us are big posters of stuff, I guess. So we're trying, I'm trying to, I know you've got, you've got the control of the, twi of the Twitter because yeah, I mean, true. I have no control over Twitter because anytime I try to do anything on Twitter, they banned. Yeah, gone. Uh, I'm putting a Twitter account in a nursing home, essentially is what they did. Um, so I have no control over Twitter. So you've got to get more active. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, so. I've been getting trying to get a little more active, but I posted this story yesterday from the New York Post on um, on the Facebook page, and it was about 
uh, stuff. <laughs> so there was a rocket launch on Friday. What's it called? The Dragon Ball Z? Uh, Mortal Kombat. What is it? Dragon Dragon Z or something? I, I have Dragon X. Dragon whatever. X, I think. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so the video showed, showed stuff, man. It's crazy. Now, so when the... Uh, when they set when they separate from the booster, right? So it's all on camera, and it's like, uh, go for launch and go for this, and you know the astronauts are talking to whoever Houston, whatever command center, command center, there you go. launch launch control, mm-hmm. and uh, so like launch control says, okay, uh, we're ready for separation, all right, Roger, separation. So they separate the boosters from the from the main McGillicuddy there, and on the camera you could see this thing. And they're saying UFO because it's a, you know, of course, when people say UFO, it's automatically aliens. But, you know, UFO is an unidentified flying object, right? So, uh, so you can see it on camera. So it separates. And I don't know the exact measurements of this rocket ship. So I imagine it's a pretty decent size. So this thing that passes in between the capsule and the booster rocket wasn't very big because it passes... (laughs) in between the two you know but you you hear the there's like silence like you see this thing (laughs) pass by and it's like (laughs) uh houston i just just shit myself (laughs) permission to unclench asshole (laughs) well you hear launch control or whatever they're called come across uh uh uh, shit (laughs) no (laughs) it comes across like um, capsule, um, prepare flight suits. And it like, Oh shit. Like, like they don't know what the fuck that was, but it was something. And we they don't were, know if they were expecting it to make impact to a point where they were like, uh, you need to get your stuff ready because you might have to go repair some damage or eject. Or I, I mean, right. could you imagine though? Could you imagine being up there? Cause you know, they all saw it and it, and it was fast. It wasn't like floating by. It was like, like me, George Jetson. Nobody listening remembers. No? Oh, they do. Come on, man. Come on, man. But we were talking at the gym about this this morning. And I said, but the thing was so small. Like, But then I started thinking, well, you remember Men in Black? And the first one. And the, the guy that was, I don't know the names, but the guy that was the jeweler or whatever. And he had Orion's right, whatever. Well, then the dude... It's like a little alien. Yeah, a little... little and I said, what if it was that guy? And he was like, shooting him a bird, driving by, like, hey, get the <laughs> fuck out of the way with your damn rocket ship, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was my Cuomo. So Cuomo's an alien. There we go. <laughs> it circled back around. I just want you to know as he did that, he just threw the hands up. <laughs> get your spaceship out of my way. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, one more quick little nugget. From the state of Florida, in which we... Uh, wait, I'm sorry. The free state of Florida. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> this came across the Sun Sentinel, which is out of a mama. Mama? Is that how you say it? Mama? Mama. Oh, man. Miami. Miami. It's how Cuomo says Miami. Anyway, private school in Miami bans teachers that are vaccinated against COVID-19 from contact with students. Wait, so the ones that are vaccinated are yeah. banned from yeah. having contact? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
That was a quick little sugar water. It's kind of like, oh, thank God we got the vaccine. Uh, you fired. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because it's been said that um, if when you get the vaccine or whatever, I, I don't know this to be fact, but I've heard that one of the reasons they want you to still be maxed up, masked, ma- ma- masked up is because you can transmit something. I don't know. Well, the, what what are you transmitting? I don't because know. they said they're not injecting you with the virus. This isn't like uh, okay, when you get the flu shot, you're getting the flu. You know what I mean? Right. Type situation. They're saying we're not injecting you with COVID nineteen when we give you the COVID. So what are you transmitting? What are you getting I, sick from? What are what is making you feel bad when you get the COVID vaccine? I mean, how many people like okay? So we saw I saw a story where uh, they're pissed. I mean, essentially. <laughs> I'm glad he's right there by the window weed eating. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but I swear to God, there must be a fucking 20-inch, 20 20-foot 20 fucking patch of weeds right there because they can't see us. It's not like he's driving by on his fucking lawnmower like, hey, what are you going to do to there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it, it's almost like they know, right? Anyway, so I don't know the exact number, so don't quote me on this. Um, so how many people live in this country? 300 and... Uh, 300 and something million. 30 some odd million, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's 27% of the country has been vaccinated. That's not good enough. So they're a little pissed. Now, The and those numbers are worldwide. Like that percentage is basically the same across the world. Right. Um. And they don't want that. They want 100%. I mean, what did Biden say back in, what was it, January or whatever? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a needle and everyone's armed by May. Well, <laughs> well some people are. <laughs> and wrong needle. <laughs> George, wrong needle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> but seriously, uh, what's today's 28th? So the first of Saturday, you got. Yeah, two and a half days there, Joe. Hey, put him in the nursing home. Oh, <laughs> that'll do it. Um, and why do I do that? <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously. Yeah. So we talked about this on the last show where it's you got all these companies, you got business, you know, corporations that are incentivizing their employees to get the the vaccine. They're, you have other corporations that are incentivizing. Yeah, was it Krispy Kreme? Oh, you show your vaccine card, you get a free donut. You got uh, Budweiser, yeah, free beer. I saw a Samuel Adams commercial this morning. Don't you ruin Samuel Adams? For and name? they said that you can't drink the beer without a vaccine. No, I'm joking. But have you seen the commercials where it's like your cousin from Boston, you know? And it's like, hey, it's cousin Johnny from Boston, you know? Anyway, so he was standing in line to get the vaccine, you know, and he goes in and he. She's the nurse or whatever is like, oh, you ready for your vaccine? And he drops his pants. You know, that's how the commercial begins. He drops his pants. He's like, your cousin from Boston. You know, it's like, of course, he's the idiot that's going to drop his pants for the vaccine. Anyway, so he passes out and he's like, it shows all free beer, free beer. So I don't know if they're part of this, too. I don't know. But at any rate, whatever they do, they better not take my land shark from me. They don't do land shark. No, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. No. They better not ruin it for me. I don't know. Jimmy Buffett, he got, got left. 
Jimmy, stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> I have to get rid of my stuff. <laughs> I won't be able to go to Margaritaville no more. Anyway, but yeah, so you have uh, you saw. Didn't you see something about stuff with people doing stuff in the <laughs> right, vaccine? Right, man, it was interesting. No, money. Wasn't there uh Oh, it was the, so the state of West Virginia. Oh, Jim okay. Justice. That's what it was. The governor of West Virginia is now going to pay people. Right. To get the vaccine. Yeah, pay, pay them to get the vaccine. And uh, just saw across the news where they're doing, they want the children now. It's like. I, they're I, pushing it. It's getting faster and faster. If you can't tell, the pressure is on the for pre- whatever yeah, reason. For whatever reason. There's got to be something. And I think once we read more about what we're going to talk about on the next show, we might might explain why that is. So, with that, that being said... That is what we call a uh, cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Yes. To both? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, on that note, we're going to go real ahead and put a lid on. Oh, no. Real quick. No lid. Real quick. Just take, no lid. Take the lid. Back on. Take the lid back off. Take the, take, real why? quick. Why? I just want to I wanna, just wanna tell the okay. story real quick. So, I couldn't help but laugh. Come across a woman. That's it. In <laughs> Michigan. Whoa. Glues her eye shut. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Merstein. <laughs> 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 a woman in Michigan glues her eye shut after mistaking nail glue for eye drops. Eh, ow. <laughs> Keep your cosmetics labeled <laughs> or separated or... Okay, so I, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so we both wear contacts. And we both do our nails. And we both <laughs> do our nails. Was it nail? You said it was glue, though, right? It was nail glue. Oh, nail glue. I thought it was like super glue or no, something. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I mean, essentially the same thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, I thought maybe she grabbed the, you know. So, according to sources, a Michigan woman almost lost her vision last week after mistaking a bottle of nail glue for eye drops. <laughs> wow. You I, talk about ruining your day. It's, well, I, I'm going to say this, and we talked about this when you brought this story up the other day. We both wear contacts, right? And I don't know about you, but if you get like an eyelash, you know, have you ever gone to put your contact in and there was something there, but you didn't notice it? Right. You know, and you put it in, you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, and I've done it where I've done, put the contact mine. I can't even open my eye. I'm like, oh, damn. And you're just like, you got to pry your eye open to get the damn thing back out to clean it, you know? Right. And then you come to find out it's something that's like, you know, this big. And you're like, Jesus Christ, that hurt that bad. It was a freaking microscopic. Could you imagine the initial, because your eyes are super sensitive, you know, when it right. comes to getting. Oh, I can tell you that. I, I would rather break a bone than have something happen to my eye. Right. I mean, because your eyes, it's almost like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, 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 I got to tell a story. Oh, God. I'm sorry, people. I, I should just <laughs> let him put a lid on the day. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> no. Pull up a chair. No, but what I'm saying, it's a very sensitive area, much like another area that men have that gets very sensitive. I'm really sorry. (laughs) I'm really sorry. Timmy, have you seen a grown man naked? No, I'll tell a quick story. Okay, remember a couple years back when I broke my leg? Yes. And uh, had a cast on, and I was getting uh, muscle cramps in my legs because I couldn't move around very well, so... 
my uh, thighs, I was getting muscle cramps. So I was trying to find something to put on my legs to help with the uh, pain. And so I took some uh, Icy Hot. Mm. Right? Slathered it up. Mr. Miyagi. Slathered it up. and was rubbing my thighs. (laughs) Rubbing them. (laughs) I got a little too close to the boys. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you what does not feel good. I think I would rather put super glue in my eye than get icy hot on my balls. (laughs) Because I cried. So when you say you accidentally... Touched him. <laughs> so so I slathered it on, right? And I said, hey. No, but yeah, I was like, oh, man. Oh, 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 oh. Mm, mm. Hurts. Anyway, on that note, we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> so what? Uh, well, the situation you, you're describing, not the icy hot one, is exactly what happened to this poor woman. Said she put she icy w- hot on her balls? Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> She said she went to bed with her contact lenses in, woke up at 1 a.m. and had to take them out because her eyes were dry. Right. She reached into her purse and pulled out what she thought were eye drops. Uh. Well, instead, she took the similarly, similar, similarly, <laughs> Jesus, si- it's, time to, it's time to quit, size white bottle of nail polish, which similar. she uses similar. to fix torn fingernails. Williams noticed her error. When, <laughs> when, when she was ensued. with her husband, <laughs> when she couldn't open her eye any longer, I was like, oh my goodness, it felt, and it fell in my eye. I tried to wipe it away, and it sealed my eye shut. She was like this. <laughs> so are we sure, are we sure it was super glue that she was, you said she was with her husband. What, what is wrong with <laughs> skate, skate. What the fuck? You, you just, made the motion. You, that fuck this shit. Next time we are twitching, we are recording, we're doing something because I'm being called out like I'm a pervert, and you're back there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. There's whatever. No evidence. Yeah. Whatever. Triggered. All right. So, anyways, guys, that, that's all I got for today. Uh, we had more stuff. Uh, we had a. We had a. Um, eh, I'm not gonna bring it up. We 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 got more stuff for the next show. Yeah. We got our next show is gonna be good. We we we. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I hope we didn't disappoint in this show. But on that note, we kind of rambled a little. We bit. did ramble, but you know, hey, you know, we're trying to fill, we're trying to fill some time, kind of like I was trying to fill the uh, nursing homes. Anyway, <laughs> so on that note, uh, today is April twenty eighth, two thousand twenty one. I am Don. He is Chris. Yes, we are Joe Tread on Merc. Find us on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and we will be on Twitch soon. We have an account on Twitch, and we're going to start using it, damn it, because I'm getting tired of being called out as a pervert, and you're over there playing with yourself, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. All right, guys. Well, uh, have a great day, and a, uh, we will talk to you very soon. I don't know if it'll be a week from now or a few days. It depends on uh, you never know it's how things go. Just surprising. Hey, just just. If you subscribe, whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it be Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, iHeart, just uh, subscribe to our uh, to our uh, situation. And as soon as I don't know, <laughs> we it's are called. now to be known as the situation. <laughs> situation. You subscribe to our situation, <laughs> and uh, anyway, as soon as we upload, you'll be notified. God, he's with the hands again. <laughs> Thanks hey, for listening, guys. It's, it's what we do.
<laughs> All right, guys. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you again uh, very soon. Peace out.